In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Three in One, whose love for us is immeasurable. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, have you ever asked anyone, how much do you love me? If you have, you probably recognize how, how, much of, how that question is, is very difficult to answer. Because really, it, it's hard to quantify how much you love somebody. Because we don't have sort of an international unit for love. It, it's not like I can say, hey, how much do you love me? And you can say, well, I love you about four international units of love. And that differs from how much I love pizza by about one international unit of love. And, and so we, we ask these sort of questions like, how much do you love me? Sometimes in defense, sometimes, hey, how much do you love me? Well, a lot. Uh, good, well, you won't mind that I backed over the dog with the car, Right? Or, or so sometimes you ask that sort of competitively, or, or maybe even you answer it competitively. Somebody says, hey, how much do you love me? And you answer that with, well, more than you love me. And we, we answer that question all sorts of different ways, but at the root of all of those different ways that we answer, how much do you love me, we sort of intrinsically understand that you just can't answer that question because love isn't this thing that we have as a measured commodity. It's not this thing that uh, we say, hey, you know, I've got this much love, and um, then I'm going to parcel it out to the rest of the world. Uh, those of you that are parents know this, or, or those of you that are in a family know this. If you've had somebody new come into your family, either by birth or by marriage or however, uh, you recognize that um, when somebody else gets born or when somebody else comes into the family, you don't have to, like, sit down with a piece of paper and start doing math. Like, okay, I have this much love, and there's somebody new that I have to love. So I have to take my love for all of these people and divide them by four, and then I'll have enough left over that I can love this other person. You don't do that. You just say, hey, this new person is in my family. I'm going to love them. And so you recognize love is not this measurable thing. It's not this thing that um, we necessarily can say, okay, I love you X amount. And yet, at the same time, we do recognize that there is a way that we can witness love. There, there's a way that we can tell if somebody actually does love us or not. And that's what John is talking about in this epistle lesson that we're going to be talking about today. In 1 John, as opposed to the Gospel of John, 1 John is a little bit later on in John's life. At this point, John is a bishop over several different churches, and he's writing a series of three letters out to those churches. It's sort of a general sermon. It's almost like if somebody would write a sermon to all of the churches in Tallahassee, and, and we would all sort of read those sermons together, or we would all have um, uh, John come up on, on a screen, and, and we would all be watching him on, on DVD or video, um, and, and uh, you know, it, it would be like a YouTube thing that everybody could see, and John is, is saying, okay, this is what love is all about, and if you read John's letters, they are all about love. Every single one of them, love, 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 to the point where after reading First John, you're kind of like, well, I don't think I need to read Second and Third because it all sounds the same. And what John is saying here is, is something about that, that sort of notion of quantifying love and how much love 
does God have for us? And uh, John says it in a very sort of Latino way. Any of you have like Hispanic friends that, that sometimes slip into Spanish? Any of you? A few of you? We're not very multicultural, are we? Wow. Um, uh, we live in Florida, people. Come on, get to know some Hispanic people. Um, but if you know some folks that occasionally they'll slip into Spanish, a lot of times, at least my friends, what they'll do is they'll start off sentences with this word. They'll start off their sentences with mira. And anybody know what that means? What mira means? Look. And, and um, uh, the guy that I know, he, he'll, he'll start off sentences like that when he gets really excited. Um, and, and so he'll be like, Mirah, look, look. It's, it's sort of like in the Old Testament when you hear behold. Uh, the Hebrew word there is even cooler than behold. It's hineni. Yeah, take that one home with you. Hineni. And, and, and it's, it's sort of like the, John is saying, look. And what he's doing there is he's purposely stopping everything and saying, trying to get your attention. It's the same thing that Paul is doing when he says, therefore. Although we hear therefore and we expect like a really long, boring sentence. But what John is doing is he's saying, look, I want your attention. And the attention that he's bringing you to is the love that the Father has for us. And John says, Mirah, look. Look at the the love that the Father has for us. And what kind of love is that that the Father has for us? Well, it's the kind of love that invites us into a relationship. He, He says, right there, he says, look, see what kind of love the Father has given to us that we should be called children of God, and so we are. And so it's an adoptive love. It's a love that brings us into a family. It's a love that takes a stranger and makes them somebody who is a part of the family, somebody who's at the dinner table. And maybe some of you have had that experience of being sort of adopted into a family, maybe as as a, a orphan, maybe not. But maybe it was just you were a boyfriend or a girlfriend and you got to meet the parents for the first time and they started to kind of adopt you into their family. And they they brought you in and they um, uh, kind of let you know how their family did certain things. And you got to see for yourself the love that they had for each other and how they showed that to one another. And sometimes we get all sorts of messed up. And I talk about this in premarital counseling. When we do stuff for premarital counseling, people getting married. And some people's families, they show love by uh, really not being emotional at all on the outside. Um, but by giving each other gifts and, and doing some stuff like that. And uh, some people, they are just crazy with how they show love. And so the moment that you walk into their door, you get a hug and a kiss. And they are, are just kind of tugging on you all day. And, you know, by the end of the day, they've got you pinned to the ground because they've wrestled you down. And that's how they show their love. That can be really frustrating to people that are like, I show love by giving you presents. Why are you trying to kill me? But, but we understand this sort of sense of adoptive love. We, we understand what love is, not necessarily quantifiably, but by seeing it. And, and that's what John is saying here. He, he's saying, look, look at what kind of love the Father has for us. Look at what kind of love the Father has for us.
And that's what we're talking about for the next year. Look, what kind of love the Father has for us. What we're starting off these few weeks that we're doing this sermon series called I Love You is a a whole year of I Love You. A whole year of this being our annual focus here at University Lutheran. We are going to be looking at how the Father loves us. And we're going to be looking at how the Father loves us, especially through the lens of a verse from uh, not 1 John, but the Gospel of John, 1335, where Jesus says, By this all people will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. And that sense of love is really what we're going to be talking about for the rest of this year. We're going to be talking about how we understand that love. And how we understand that love is by seeing how the Father loves us. And then after that, we're going to uh, understand how to show that love to one another here in this church and to each other outside of this church. And so it's important for us, for this first section, to understand how God loves us, how God loves you. And that's what John is talking about here. He's saying, look at how the Father loves us, that he includes us into his family. And that's huge. Because we know that not everybody is included into God's family, at least yet. Because the very next thing that John starts talking about is how this love isn't just an inclusive love. It's not just a love that brings you in, although it is that. It's not just this adoptive love, but it's this adoptive love that actually has some exclusivity about it. Because John says, the reason that the world doesn't know who you are is because it doesn't know who he is. And so what John is saying is that the world, there are people out there who are outside of this inclusive relationship that God has, and they don't understand who you are as a Christian. They they don't understand what that means. In fact, it was really kind of fun. I didn't plan this at all, but um, I had to stand outside of the men's bathroom last night um, because uh, when you're here and it's a very busy game day, um, uh, you have to have somebody standing outside of the men's room to make sure that it remains a men's room. Um, and so um, I, got, I got to sit there kind of grumpily, um, you can ask Liz, and um, tell people, uh, uh, sorry, only, only guys in this one. And, um, and then I got to hear a whole lot of, well, why, why, why? There's a stall in there. And it really has more to do with the fact that guys feel uncomfortable if there's a girl in there. But I, I got to hear a whole lot about how people don't understand the church or, and what people do understand of the church and where that's maybe right and where that's maybe wrong. And so, it just reinforced in me sort of this thing that the world doesn't understand us sometimes. The world doesn't understand free gift of grace. The, the world doesn't understand a whole lot of who we are as Christians. And what John is telling us is that the reason that the world doesn't understand who we are is because they don't understand who he is. Who God is, how much He loves us, how much He does want to include us, and how He does that by sending His Son to die on a cross. What a weird way to include people into your family. 
And that has implications for us, too, here at University of Lutheran. Because, you see, it's, uh, what God is telling us here is that God shows us how much he loves us if we care to look. That's why John starts it off. See, see what kind of love the Father has for us. But so often, we very piously say, I, I don't need to know what kind of love the Father has for us. I know that God loves me. And we say that very piously, like it works in any of our human relationships. Which it doesn't. I mean, it, like if, if a little kid draws you a picture, and it's one of those pictures where you go, oh, this is a beautiful picture. What is it? And, and the kid is coming, and he's giving you that picture, or she's giving you that picture, and you say, oh, that, that's okay. I don't need that picture. I know that you love me, kid. Just go ahead and throw that away. That doesn't work, does it? Or your, your boyfriend or girlfriend or significant other, they go out and they, they buy you a present or they say, hey, I want to spend some time with you. And you go, oh, no, that's all right. I see what you're trying to do and I appreciate that, but I already know that you love me. It doesn't work. Some of you have failed relationships to prove that. But we try that with God. Isn't that so funny? We, we try that with God. We, we try to say, well, no, God, that's okay. I don't need to read your word. Oh, uh, no. I don't need to have your sacraments. I don't need to be a part of a church. I know that you love me, and that's good enough. And God is saying, how does that work? H- how do you know that? How do you know that I love you? If you keep on spurning every time that I try to show you that I love you. And that's part of what we're going to be doing together this year, is trying to help you to get to know him in a whole other way, in a new way, especially if you haven't been kind of tracking along with that. And uh, one of the goals that we have for uh, the next three, three years is that uh, 40, uh, no, 60% of University Lutherans will be involved in some sort of Christian education or discipleship training. And uh, we think that's important because we think that that is uh, one of the key ways in which you get to understand how much God loves you. And we think that that's important enough that at the end of this, on Christ the King Sunday, we're going to ask you to commit to some stuff. And especially if you're not a part of one of those things, we'd love you to consider committing to understanding God's love for you in one of those ways. In fact, we've got these pledge cards. You can take a look at them. They're, they're not due until Christ the King Sunday. But we've got these pledge cards. They're over by the Bibles over there, strategically placed. Um, you can take them. You can take them home. You can, you know, squirrel it away, look at it very secretly. Um, and on the back here, there are uh, ideas. There, there are ways that we're offering to you to get to know God's love better. And we think that that's important because of what we know of how God shows his love to us. He shows his love to us in word and sacrament, in 
the community of a church. And so we're asking you, hey, get to know that love. And, you know, maybe you are already doing that. Keep on doing that then. But maybe you're not. And maybe this is a time for you to think about, hey, maybe I could do that. Maybe I could get to know how much God loves me. A little clearer. Because we all know the biggest way that we all know that Jesus loves us. It's the symbol of our religion. This Christianity thing. It's this symbol that you see all over here. It's something that kind of goes along with what happens in uh, our household whenever we ask that question. When, whenever I ask Liz, hey, how much do you love me? We get into this thing where we, we try to show each other how much we love one another. And it's always fun when you know that somebody has their arms, that, that they can't move them very wide out. That's when you ask, because then you can win. And so you say, hey, how much do you love me? This much? Oh, I love you this much. Well, that's how we know that God loves us. In the most basic and elemental way. But the most important way. We ask God, how much do you love me? And he spreads out his hands and says, that much. Amen.